WNYC Studios is supported by Zuckerman Spader. Through nearly five decades of taking on high-stakes legal matters, Zuckerman Spader is recognized nationally as a premier litigation and investigations firm. Their lawyers routinely represent individuals, organizations, and law firms in business disputes, government, and internal investigations, and at trial. When the lawyer you choose matters most. Online at Zuckerman.com. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. <laughs> I sh- quiet. You're well, listening to Radio, radio Lab. Lab. The podcast. From New York Public Radio. Public Radio WNYC. And NPR. Hello, I'm Jad Abumrad. I'm Robert Krowich. This is Radio Lab, the podcast. Not the regular broadcast. We <laughs> say that all the time, you know, because we want to do the regular broadcast, and we will, coming up in a few uh, weeks now. And we want to do more podcasts. We would love to do about seven times more podcasts yeah. and 12 times more radio shows. But we have a really tiny staff. and Really tiny. Really tiny. Shoestring operation. And uh, the way we we actually got a chance to do this at all is because the public radio station in New York City, WNYC, allowed us to come in early in the morning for the first couple, first year or so, and then really late at night. And we were just given playtime just to come up with this concept. And uh, it is unusual for a public radio station to just say, yeah, 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 just don't bother us. So we didn't bother them. And then we came and said, here, can we bother you with this? And they put us on the air and they've given us this place. So And here we are. Here we are. This is our way of asking you to uh, support the station that supports us. Even if you're in Lorain, Ohio, even if you're in Albuquerque, you know. That's right. You can go to radiolab.org and click support. It would mean a lot to us. Just a little button on our site that says support. So, so Robert, mm-hmm. um, here we are. You know, we're trying to raise funds here, and we're, yes. we, we pulled a few emails from our inbox, people who have a relationship with the show. This is kind of an interesting one. Can I read it to you? Yeah, sure. Uh, dear Radio Lab. There's a girl here in Chicago that I really like. Her name is Lisa. She's lovely. I think she likes me too. We started out as friends working in an improv show together, and through the rehearsal process, we grew very close to one another. Late night phone calls, silly text messages, the whole shebang. A new romance blossoming. You with me? Yeah. A few weeks ago, she asked me to burn her a disc of, in quotes, something good. And I instantly knew what I wanted to burn for her. I made individual discs of ah, three radio lab shows for her. <laughs> Who am I, sleep, and memory, and forgetting. Each disc had one show on them. I picked those three because they touched on something particularly lovely in their subject matters. Ooh, it gets better. We met in a park right by my house on a sunny Saturday morning, and I handed her the discs. These were my instructions to her. And the following is in italics. When you get home, turn off your cell phone, Put a note up telling your roommates not to disturb you. Turn off all the lights. Curl up somewhere comfortable. Put on your headphones. Put on one of these discs, in any one of them, and give yourself over to them. It will be the smartest, most interesting, soul-expanding hours of your life. I'm, I'm totally in love with this guy. <laughs> that I, you know, even if I didn't even know what radio love was, I'd be like, you're the man. I never thought we'd be like a line to get a girl in a bar. I know. <laughs> well, I'm going to read some more from this, uh, from okay. this letter. Sorry that took so long to share, but I just thought you might like to hear about how your show is bringing people together in a very real way. In your offices and out in the field recording the show, you might not have contact with the listeners and how you do subtly influence their world. Lisa and I probably would be getting together on our own without Radio Lab, but the show is definitely a part of our relationship now, and it's brought us closer. 
I thought you would like to know. All my best to you and Robert and the rest of the Radio Lab crew. Sincerely, Chris O. Biddle, Chicago, Illinois. Chris O. Biddle. Wow. <laughs> so did this really work? I mean, did it? Did he score? Well, we have his number right here, as a Ooh. matter of fact. Okay, Shall we call him? Yes. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi, is this Chris? This is. Is this Jad? Yes. Hi, Chris. Jad. Yeah. This is Robert over here. Oh, hi, Robert. Hey. And where where are we reaching you? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm backstage at one of our theaters here in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, get out. Did we just pull you off, off stage from rehearsal or something? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm an executive assistant, so oh. <laughs> I'm not actually in a show right now. Okay, you, but you, you keep the shows going, though. I, yeah, I, that's the way I look at it. All the admin stuff that I do helps the shows happen. So, hey, Chris, can you, can you tell us the story that you, that you emailed to us, the story about Lisa and, and Radiolab and how that all wor- came about? I guess it starts with um, us meeting Lisa and I. Uh, we met at an audition for an improv comedy show that we were performing here in Chicago called Fugue. And we agreed that we were going to have uh, our first uh, kind of like, a, I guess, a date type deal. And um, there's this park here in Chicago at the corner of Lincoln and Montrose. We thought that would be a good place to meet. And uh, at the time, I, was, I had just downloaded all three seasons of Radiolab and was basically freebasing it uh, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we, of course, endorse such a thing. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and why did why did it occur to you to give her radio? I mean, what did you think giving her radio lap would make her think about you? I, I thought it would tell her that I'm sensitive and aware to, you know, kind of the greater truths of, of the things that are out there. Because I think that's what Radio Lab brings is you know, an investigation of what it's like to be a human being. And she's a very um, passionate person. Being alive is, I mean, she's good at that. She lives well. She, And I wanted to show her that I can too, that I can appreciate things that are exceptionally beautiful. Oh, wow. You guys can use that for marketing. If yeah, you I mean, sure can. Just, yeah, I just put little brackets around it and quotation marks <laughs> and put your name under it and put it on Broadway. <laughs> no, but that's oh, yeah. really sweet. Did it yeah. work? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Actually. Well, tell me to set the set the set the whole scene for us. You're in the park. You you said and yeah. You give her the CDs. Um, How did that all go go down? Well, uh, we you know I did, the thing I remember really distinctly. This is kind of ridiculous. Is that we were mobbed by dogs. There were dogs all over the park that day, and uh, that's kind of incidental to the story. But there were dogs all over us, and we just had to sit there and tolerate people coming up and saying, "Hi, here's our dog." <laughs> yeah, and so I give her these three discs and. And I promised her, I said, if you actually listen to all three of these, you will find afterwards that your soul has been expanded, if just a little bit. No. And I guess that's what she did. So we have to just put out an all-points bulletin that if you are a young woman somewhere in the Chicago area and you meet some <laughs> cute guy walking around with cassettes, just walk the other way quickly. No. he's coming at you. <laughs> On the contrary. <laughs> Radio Lab is his alter, is his, is his heart. Yeah, you sticking. can't miss him. He'll be dressed up like an executive assistant. <laughs> 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 hey, I just want to thank you guys for everything you guys do with Radio Lab. I, it's, it's, it's one of those um, beautiful things out there in the world. It's amazing that it's free because I would, I would absolutely pay for it and will do that. You should pay for the things that you love, otherwise you lose them. Right on. Okay. Well, thank you, Chris. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
So now I guess I have to wonder, I mean, is, do you think that our program is, you know, hot enough? Well, a brainy, <laughs> sure. But like, <laughs> would a girl get turned on if, they, if we handed them her us? Are you skeptical? Uh, a teeny bit. A teeny bit. Yeah, yeah. I went Valid skepticism. But just as a matter of fact, I have uh, her number. Excellent. So let's call her. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hi, is this Lisa? Yes. Hey, this is Jad. How are you? Jad. <laughs> I'm doing great. It is so good to hear your voice again. So. Oh, well, it's, it's so... Again? So you guys have talked before? Well, only in that way that, that oh, we talk to people I, over right. the I air. just want to make sure that nothing strange is going on. <laughs> That's Robert, by the way. Hi. Hi, Robert. Okay, so Lisa, I'm sure you know what we're, what we're doing. We're, we're trying to raise money for public radio and, and in various ways demonstrate the good that public radio can do in the world. Okay. Bringing people... I don't know, peace of mind, love perhaps, or not. Um, so can you, tell, can you tell us how you first heard about Radiolab and that, that story? Well, during this rehearsal process of this show, um, I met a wonderful man, and um, we decided to meet in the park, and he had mentioned that he was going to burn something for me. Burn something? Thought, like, yeah. What were you expecting? His finger, actually. He was going to do some kind of act of self-immolation. name into... <laughs> I... I, I didn't know what to expect, but I thought, well, let's see here. Guy knows that girl likes him, has finally agreed to meet girl. I'm thinking, hmm, Wilco CD. Wilco or CD, uh, yeah. like <laughs> something kind of, um, you know, neutral and accessible and, and, and easy to listen to music. And when I approached him, the first thing that he handed me were these three CDs. And I look at it and it says, who am I? Memory and forgetting and sleep. So uh, I said, what is this? And he goes, this is um, a show called Radio Lab, and it's out of New York, and these two guys are amazing, and I'm into it right now and telling everyone about it, and I'd like to know what you think of it. So you have to go home, wait till night, nighttime, turn off all the lights in your house, put this in your CD player. I said, um, when you get home, uh, don't listen to these immediately. Hang on to them for a couple of hours, because... You want to do these uh, at the end of your day when there's no distractions and noise going around. So turn your cell phone off. Don't put it on vibrate. Turn it off so that it won't disturb you. And uh, turn off the TV and any other incidental noise. Uh, put a note up on the door telling people that you're busy doing something so that they won't come in and, and disturb you. And put your uh, earphones on. on. Huge, huge. And then listen and kind of give yourself over to it and just allow yourself to experience this show. Wow. So you went home and and, mm -hmm. and did you do that or did, did you do what, what he asked? <laughs> I actually, um, I, put it in t I put it in and got into bed and I just snuggled up under the covers and got these, I had these big kind of DJ bass heavy headphones on. So oh. I listened to Sleep. That was the first we one. Hotel. Oh. That first night at a hotel, why is it no one could sleep well that first night at a hotel? On your first night of sleeping in a hotel room, you generally have less REM sleep and less deep slow wave sleep relative to sleeping in your house. I, I suffer from that myself. I don't sleep well in hotel rooms, especially if it's just one night per place or something. I, my sleep is terrible. There are some folk that actually hypothesize there are certain uh, predator uh, relays in the brain. Danger, danger, danger. Danger, and that these danger, circuits danger, remain active danger, at all danger, times. Danger, danger, danger. And um, 
is meanwhile you're you're feeling for the guy just getting deeper and bigger and warmer and hmm? well sure because i think that when you choose to share something from your life with someone it's really it, the things that come into your life things you integrate become a part of you and uh, when you when you saw him next what was that conversation like um, I actually, I called him the next day. I was so excited. <laughs> we had just met, too, and I thought, oh, I'm coming on too strong. And I said, uh, I had to, you know, Chris, I had to call you that Santa Claus guy in the sleep lab. Is that for real? Do you think that's for real? <laughs> he showed us tape after tape. We're viewing a man who we very affectionately call Santa Claus. <laughs> on the screen, large guys thrashes back and forth. His legs are moving, he's going back and forth with his side to his back. And then suddenly he starts to... Do people actually do that? I mean, that's a human condition where people ho-ho-ho in their sleep. And uh, we had, we just laughed about it, and you could tell that, you know, our passions about the subject were matching, and we had all this new information, this whole world of information to explore through the show. So, Lisa, let me ask you sort of a, a business question here. Sure. If you were going to talk to all of the Radio Lab listeners out there in the world, all the public radio listeners, and ask them to support the show, what would you say? Why would someone want to do that, you think? I think that it's very easy to go about everyday life, to go uh, from place to place, uh, having the same conversations, getting very comfortable in what you think you know. And what I love about Radiolab is it opens up your world, it opens up your awareness to things that you may see every day but not know how to delve deeper into. And you guys do the work for us. You do your research and find all these fascinating people to talk to and present this information in a way that is entertaining, it's funny, it's sobering, and educational all at once. And are you and Chris now um, living together in a small little house in a cavern somewhere in, the, in a beautiful park setting with the Lake Michigan? <sighs> with two and a half dogs and one yeah. child and 2.5, this and that, yeah. Um, we actually did part ways um, just a matter of days ago, about a week ago. And oh. it's so oh, no. amazing to me that you guys came right before we knew each other, and now just as it's ending, you're back again. I don't understand that, but it feels like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think it's because we didn't get in with our now. next season quick enough? Yeah, do you think if we had just turned out some more shows, this might have lasted a, a few beats longer? <laughs> do, you, do you have one on the different way men and women are raised to communicate with each other? There was a little bit of We touched on that in the one uh, about the body, you know, where my wife gets really mad at me because I don't cook. Did you hear that one? Not uh, yet. I'm catching up with the podcast. Uh, it's the Where Am I show. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you can hear real, real intermarital distress if you listen closely yeah uh, mm. so things just sort of are you still sounds like you your heart is are you the one with the broken heart or or did you say no and not i don't want to do this anymore um i absolutely adore him there's no doubt about that i wanted to spend the rest of my life with this person and that was actually the first time i had ever felt or said anything like that to someone mm. um 
Well, we just want you to know, Lisa, that you know you may have broken up with Chris, but we really hope you haven't broken up with us. No, not we're at still. All. In fact, I'm we still think there's a future with you, Lisa. <laughs> oh we God. hope you do too. I'm so flattered, and I get two of you too. It's so wonderful. <laughs> I listened to Memory and Forgetting this morning because, of course, it's so pertinent. This, you know, the way that we both are going to that Chris and I are going to construct a story that protects us that preserves memories or changes them according to our own survival techniques, our own coping mechanisms, how we're going to deal with these feelings, and I'm listening to memory and forgetting going, so this is how the brain works. This is what's going on inside of me. (laughs) (laughs) Reporter Ann Hepperman tracked him down for us. Intuitively, you think if you use a memory, you know you know better because you remember it better, you recall it better, you know the details better, and so on and so on, but this is not what science shows. If you have a memory, the more you use it, the more you're likely to change it. So if you never use your memory, it's secured. So taking it a bit farther, the safest memories are the memories which are in the brain of people who cannot remember. Well, uh, thank you so much for, for, uh, for taking the time out to talk to us and sharing the story. It was really cool to talk to you. Yeah. Same here, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. I hope, I want you guys just to be on every person's podcast. I want everyone walking around instead of listening to Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake to be thinking about the soul and be thinking about their hearts and communication. All Thank you. I, I know Britney and Justin feel the same way. I have their telegram somewhere <laughs> in my pocket. It's <laughs> <laughs> certainly you can think about the soul while listening to Britney and Justin. So or maybe you just I, listen to us first. You could. you could think about the soul everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much. Thank you, guys. What an absolute pleasure it's been talking with you, and and I hope you have a fantastic day. You too. To you out there who are listening right now, and maybe there's someone in your life or was in your life, and you had something with that person that was really special and meaningful. Maybe it was a moment, but it's not there anymore, but it still is in your heart. Make a pledge in honor of that person or that moment. Because we all have have people who we... uh, we got really close to and then kind of like just things just didn't quite work out but you never quite give that up and thank you yeah, and thank god for the radio after that person yeah. is no longer around you've got some smart place to go where you can hear intelligent meaningful stories that are emotional too or thank god for the radio to get you to the place which you'll never forget yeah. you know, either way going in coming out we're always here <laughs> So uh, what we want you to do, and to remind you, is that uh, if you if you if you wish, just go to our uh, www.radiolab.org, click on support, and give us a buck or two or three. That's all. Oh, you know what? By the way, before we go, I just want to say, people in Chicago, Chicago land—they call themselves people out in Chicago land in, in Chi Town on October twenty-sixth. They don't call it Chi Town. Whatever. On October twenty-sixth and twenty-seventh, which is Sunday and Monday of this week. That's right. Robert and I will actually be in Chicago at the Victory Gardens Biograph Theater. You know where that is in Chicago. Two shows. If you want to come see us, we'd love to see you. At the Victory Gardens Biograph Theater in Chicago. Right. Or Chicago Land. So, you know, go to radiolab.org and get some tickets. Yeah. Radiolab is funded in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, the National Science Foundation, and the Alfred P. Sloan Foundation, who this month are honoring a flash of genius. It's a film. And it's winner of the 2008 Feature Film Prize in Science and Technology at the Hamptons International Film Festival. I'm Chad Abumrad. I'm Robert Krulwich. We'll see you next week. Hear you. Whatever. In two weeks. In two weeks. <laughs>
there's a lot going on right now. Mounting economic inequality, threats to democracy, environmental disaster, the sour stench of chaos in the air. I'm Brooke Gladstone, host of WNYC's On the Media. Want to understand the reasons and the meanings of the narratives that led us here? And maybe how to head them off at the pass? That's On the Media's specialty. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>